Welcome one and all to the Painter Files Podcast. I am your host, Ola Jinshi. I am your host, Jaws Blake. I hope you're well. It is officially commission season. Oof. It's going to be interesting. So yeah, it's kind of funny. Like fall always comes around and that's when commission season happens. Everybody and every soul wants... uh, a special piece made, which I'm very happy to do. <laughs> I I used to hate commissions. I honestly did. Uh, but it was really because of this one commission that just went really badly. And I've since made it a point to just be better about it, honestly. Just not let it... Hmm, not just sit on that one bad experience. I think that's kind of the problem that a lot of artists have. We focus on that one really awful experience and we don't think about all the really good ones. Like I can think of so many commissions that I've done that like people were so happy and they were so appreciative and they loved it so much. And it was just extra fun. And like the topic was fun and like making it was fun. It was just really cool. And that is not the one that sticks in my mind. The one that sticks in my mind is the one where this, uh, wealthy woman had uh, wanted me I just finished painting the mural for a co-op in Silver Spring which was really really hard um it's just physically very demanding and I was sick so that did not help <laughs> that did not necessarily help the situation at the time uh, I was still kind of coping with uh just getting over pneumonia a couple years before and for those who've never had pneumonia sometimes it takes years years to to really get healthy again so I was just kind of doing my thing and this woman approaches me and she's like this fairly wealthy woman who I've known who just seems very nice very prim very proper kind of remind me of like a Georgia debutante type of thing uh like like black Atlanta debutante type of thing and she wanted me to paint this picture for a special occasion for one of her children. And so I painted this giant portrait, and she hated it. <laughs> she hated it a lot. We eventually kind of came to a decision where I did it the best that I could in the direction that she wanted uh, in my style. I don't think she wanted it in my style, which was confusing because it was like, yeah, this is how I paint. So I don't understand. But uh, to this day, um, last time I saw her, she told me her daughter just loves it. Never wanted to frame it. Took it with her to college. Did this whole thing. and But it was, uh, it was, it was a lot of hoops. There were a lot of hoops to jump. And I got the impression she really hated it. <laughs> And that's the one that sticks in my mind. That's the one. Um, And it's silly because, like, I think of, like, all these pieces I've done for people throughout the years for, like, their fandoms and just, like, portraits and these giant pieces and these homes that are somewhat museums to my work and stuff like that. And, like, you don't, for some reason, I have such a hard time focusing and remembering those are the ones because I want to focus on that one bad experience. And it's really just, you gotta, you gotta get out of that. You gotta shake it off and you just gotta go for it. 
I remember painting these uh, racing shoes with all these like DC type of things or whatever. As I look down in my studio in the box where all the inks and stuff are for for painting shoes. And um, yeah, it was like the best experience. The guy was super cool. It took me a while to like get it going, which I felt bad about because like he wanted it done really quickly. And I just, I couldn't, I couldn't get the time right to get it done quickly. So it was about a month late and he was still super cool about it. And he told everybody and a bunch of people tried to come up to me and get me to do them afterwards. And I was just like, I'm just not very good at this. Like I'm very, I am good at it, but it like, it was so, it was so difficult that it was something I just, I didn't want to make a living out of doing it. Which I'm sure many people would go like, well, you were really good at it. You didn't want to Yeah, but there's something to be said about like when you're making art. Like it's about the passion that you put forward with it. And I really just didn't have any passion for it. So it didn't stay that way. Sorry. I'm sure if somebody asked me now, I probably might be willing to do one, one or two again. But uh, yeah, commission season is upon me. <laughs> I have two commissions right now, and I'm still taking more for the rest of the season. Well, actually, sorry, I have three commissions right now. Um, the third one is not finalized, so until that happens, I get two. But uh, I feel really happy about it, honestly. I feel like there's so much in all the art stuff that we do that it's really important. <laughs> As I yawn into the microphone, that it's just really important to, like, Feel passion and happiness about what you're making. So that's what I'm working on. Happy, passionate projects right now. Ta-da! So I had this dream last night. Um, we were living in a small loft apartment. And so we were building it uh, up so that we'd have other levels for more space. And at the bottom was like a guest room. And we'd build like a, you go up a floor, and then there was like a wooden level where the kitchen was, and then a walkway up to where like a living room was with all the things. And uh, to the side was, uh, to the side and down was like a bedroom. So it was like this weird kind of geometric hollow block that had been built into like diagonal like levels up and down, crossing into one another. And it flooded. It was the craziest thing. There was like this pipe that bursts and it flooded. And Tom was stuck under one of the beds, afraid. So I dove into the water to get him out and he's... He's like screaming as it's filling. And he's on the bed and he's just sad and he's upset. And I'm just pulling and pulling and scratching with my bare fingers to the point where like my fingers are breaking and there's like blood and all these things. And I, I get to him and I, I pull him up onto the next level and I get out of the water and my hands are just bleeding. And he's just looking at me just scared but happy that I've saved him and Alex there and she's wrapping my hands and I look into the water and it's this painting that I've painted 
so vigorously in a trance of sorts that I've broken my hands. And then I woke up, my back was hurt. I don't know what it means. <laughs> uh, I was just, I was so worked up. When I woke up, I had to like sit up and I had to just kind of hold my chest for a little bit and stretch my fingers in and out. And Alex asked me what's wrong and I'm like, it's fine, I said, it's a bad dream. And she just kind of sat there with me. I've, I've cut my hair like about a foot off by the way. Um, and so she's just kind of stroking my head, my hair, hands in her lap. I'm stretching my fingers. And she's rubbing my back a little bit. Hmm. My theory about the dream is that I am afraid that success for me, which is coming rather rapidly, uh, in my eyes anyways, um, is going to take some sacrifice. And I'm going to probably have to put a lot of myself into my work in order to get there. And it's going to be a, a level, it's going to be something where it starts from here and then it, it ascends and crosses and intersects and goes up and it goes down and it does all these things. And I'm afraid of leaving the things that I love behind. And so I'm willing to like break through all those things and start back at the bottom all over again and hurt myself in order to get back to all these places. I have this bad tendency of, as I start to do really well as far as an artist, I take a little breaks until the momentum dies. And then I, I try and figure out ways that it's other people's fault rather than mine for stopping. And I think I'm, I'm starting to realize I'm doing that and I'm not doing it this time. And I'm, I'm afraid of it a little bit. I dream of dead mice. Well, damn. All right. So uh, I've been working on a lot of commission work right now. That's kind of the main thing. And it's really beautiful, and it's coming along really great. For those who are actually commissioning me, you're seeing some of your work. Uh, for some of my Patreons, you're seeing me work on some of these things and come, as they come together. And I appreciate, like, the little conversations we have and the fun little kind of back and forth. It's, it's, it's interesting. It's really interesting. Uh, I've just, I've met so many really wild and incredible people in this journey and I'm just so happy about it, honestly. I don't know how I got to the point where I got so comfortable <laughs> in my own style, but I'm, I'm very happy about it and I'm trying really hard to not, uh, make bad choices <laughs> about these things. Now that I think I will make bad choices, but I'm afraid sometimes that I'm going to, I'm not going to live up to what people want. But then I think about it and I'm like, well, they came to me 
for my style and for my paintings and all these things. So I can't mess this up. This is literally what I'm built for. This is how I've grown. I've grown into this individual. So to help those who are looking to be, I guess, to where I am, um, make your work, put it out on your wor on your website. Uh, sure, you can share stuff on social media that helps, but make it a point to have like your portfolio of your work so that when people come and look at your stuff from social media, they see what you're currently working on, what your style currently is. Not, not a style that you did six months ago when you updated your site or a year ago, but what you're doing right now. And that way there's no confusion about it. You can just keep making and doing and all these things and it'll just be easy. I think the hardest part I had the last couple of years was that people saw my work um, and some of them just weren't paying attention. And so they asked for things I didn't do. And you have to be willing to tell people, no, I don't do that. And that is very hard because you're basically saying no to people. But it is important to be able to say no. Don't use it all the time, but inevitably you will need to use it at some point. Please use it. I think that's the advice to the artist that I was 20 years ago when I was, uh, I guess I would be 19 then, but technically 20, I guess, give or take a month. A couple, well, not a month, but about, I'm born in March. My birthday is in March. I'll be 40 then. Um, October, November, December, January, February, March. So in, well, more basically in October. Uh, so five months. So 19 years and five months. Um, yeah, my voice, my advice to that young fuzzy-haired uh, boy in big wide-legged jinko jeans and a uh, silly little black-and-white t-shirts with too many necklaces who was afraid to grow his hair back out after he shaved it all off um, would be just be yourself. Your style is how you feel comfortable. And in addition to that, just paint because you love doing it. And don't be afraid to say no. People will ask you to paint things and styles and all these things. And you also get customers who are kind of awful. And you can say no to them too. That is important. The idea is to enjoy what you do. Is really important. About a week or so back, uh, I honestly think it was probably a communication problem because English was not the person's first language. A Brazilian uh, fan of mine who had just found me referred to my artwork as a hobby, and that may have just been a communic that may have just been a language barrier thing. But I took it the wrong way at the time. Um, which was silly because I don't, it was not meant as an insult, but it, I don't know. It rubbed me the wrong way because, like, this isn't a hobby. This is my career. But depending on where you are in the world, this can't be a career. So anything you enjoy is a hobby at that point. So on a positive note, I love my hobby. <laughs> I'm very good at my hobby. Uh, I'm pretty lucrative at my hobby. Um, 
and I'm just enjoying all of it. So I'm going to keep doing that. I think that is the goal of all this, is to get paid to do what you love to do, not just the things you have to do to get paid. That's my, that's my advice to younger me. Get paid to do the things you love to do, not just the things you have to do to make money to survive. Mental health is as important. Yeah. Hello, guys. So, I'm in the middle of this painting right now, working on this kind of uh, backdrop, background type of thing. I'm letting it dry and then working a little more kind of on the abstract aspect, which I've been working on pretty deeply for the last uh, about half a year. If you looked at my art book, you'd see like I did a lot of little kind of pieces and pictures and I, I didn't really think to do it with this one until I looked at one of my old uh, easel boards where I'd seen that I had actually like done accidentally done one of these kind of things where I was just painting and kind of making these things and going about and doing all this stuff and I feel really free when I do them honestly like it's just this kind of level on myself in which I'm always trying to just make myself feel more kind of complete in the artwork it's just this weird kind of outrageous look that I have to some of my work and it's it's very like telling and beautiful and it, it grabs and and grips at little bits and pieces of who I who and what I do and how I am and etc. And I really enjoy these parts, so I'm working farther towards them and these backgrounds. And it's like a meditation. I'm just I'm working towards getting all these places that I want to go. It feels important. I'm not happy about that. I want to just feel free in the art. I feel like this is kind of like the most freeing part of all of it because like it's less about the structure and it's more about kind of like the space and feeling and moving and going. It's the toes in the sand, opening and closing them and just feeling everything underneath you and how it all works and comes together. So... Yeah, I hope, I hope it, it comes true in the art when you see it. Hey guys, um, so last week I had this whole podcast done, except I could not get in the right headspace to do the meditation, so I waited. I think it's kind of important sometimes. Like, if you don't feel it, sometimes you have to give it time to process, figure out what's bothering you, figure out how to make a peace and amends with it. And that's kind of just what I did. So, I was on a walk recently with Alec. We uh, went to the art store to get her some art supplies because she's really like in the groove now, which is exciting. And then I heard this bird, and this bird had to be in a bush, had to be emulating all the noises that it hears from car alarms, <laughs> just tweeting and hollering and doing all this stuff. And it was just so funny 
because it was just this very random but beautiful, honest representation of the environment that the bird was just, it was exactly all the things around it. Uh, Alec and I made a joke. It was a mating call, but then we're like, it's fall. Why would it be? Hmm. Okay. Um, but you know, Hey, whatever. Um, so yeah, our meditation is going to be, uh, something special. So take a deep breath and exhale. I've learned not to blow into the microphone. I'm getting better at this. And keep your breathing. So we're walking in the park. Having this really kind of chill, crunchy, granola <laughs> as type conversation about just how beautiful the trees are the crunch of the starting to fall leaves underneath our feet and we see birds we see a creek the water is just kind of flowing it's this very beautiful serene feeling. Even the air feels clearer. Sit on a bench. Look up at the sky. See the sun. And slowly let the rays of the sun burn all the negativity off without hurting you. Only bad vibes. No more bad vibes. They just slowly ascend into the air and then dissipate into the nothingness because you don't need them anymore. You don't need them to motivate you. You don't need them to scare or frustrate or anger or once again motivate. You don't need any of those things. You need just natural regular, dagular, happy you. So a quick check-in as we work on our breathing. And we let all the energy kind of come off just stay positive we stretch a little bit lift our heads up to the sky pull our arms back a little stretch our backs mm, stretch our fingers rotate our wrists both ways back and forth shoulder joints back and forth in hear the popping <laughs> of not moving enough So I've been playing this game called Eastward. It's this uh, Nintendo Switch game. It's like a top-down kind of adventure game with this weird little girl and this guy who's completely mute. And he fights off 
darkness with a frying pan. <laughs> and it's like a dystopian type of world where I think most of the people are clones and you just don't know that you're a clone. But I'm starting to pick up that kind of everybody is. Um, and it's just very interesting. Uh, it's very beautiful. It's got like a 16-bit type coloring, but a little more polished. And it's just very relaxing. I've just been doing it and playing it. And I like that there's a little companion and you're equally as powerful as your as the main character. In fact, some would say they're two main characters. It seems like something that would make a really good book to read. So, yeah. Also, I'm working on Inktober. I've gotten most of... I'm trying not to cheat too much and go way too ahead of myself. But I'm working on it. And it's really turning out quite beautiful, actually. So if you haven't noticed, uh, go to my Instagram, Jaws underscore Blake. And you can see it, actually. Also, my website, JawsBlakeBlog.com. Um, I'm doing a little bit on the YouTube channel. Uh, I'm starting to kind of teeter off a little from doing any type of big videos on the YouTube channel because they just don't seem to have any traction so much. So there's something to be said about, like, it's very disheartening when you put a lot of work into something and then not really much comes out of it. And, I mean, I do promote it and I do all that stuff, but it's just, uh, you know, I've been doing it for almost 12 years now, and there's not that much that works well with it. So I'm okay with it. I was angry a couple of years ago about it, but I think now I'm just kind of accepting. I'm doing more kind of like minute-long, 30-second, 15-second kind of presentational things where it's like, look, look what I made. And people seem to like that, and that seems that feels nice, and I'm getting I'm getting the feeling I want out of that. Uh, always trying to just make art more often for my just my own website because I think that's really important. Uh, I'm also you know always making like some merch and stuff, so by all means, please check it out on my website once again, jawsblakeblog.com. And I would love if you joined my Patreon, actually. Uh, Jawara Blake, J-A-W-A-R-A, -A -A, space, B-L-A-K-E. Uh, I'll put a link in this so that you can find it. And, yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to be happy in my existence. I think that's really important. I think I might write that down. That might actually be the title of uh, the title of this, actually. So, I think I will <laughs> be happy in my existence. All right, Galeras, that is all for the podcast. I hope you had a wonderful time. This has been episode one hundred and eighteen. I love you. You're amazing. You do great things, and I will see you next podcast. Pan her out. Ciao.